0: Before we watch the movie, a quick word from our sponsors. And we are ready. We're rolling. Hey everyone and welcome to the 50th episode the of the 50th anniversary effect.
1: of this podcast we've, we've been, been doing, doing this for, for almost
0: 2 50 years. years. Yeah. I thought
1: and here oh, I know. was thinking that I would quit after 10.
0: Mm. <laughs> 10 episodes or 10 years.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all the but same
0: hey, you got the entire gang here. You got me, Amy, and we got Joe and Johnny. And instead of talking about a single movie today, we're
1: gonna talk about all of them.
0: We're talking about all of the movies. We're oh, gonna be boy. talking about movies that shaped, for at least for I know myself, movies that shaped my teen years to like. 2021 and i know joe you said you had a bunch that spanned like your entire life but we're going to talk about movies well, joe doesn't really
2: us. you know live in the same sort of
1: time that's
0: very true that we did, joe so. does there not were, know what time movies is.
1: weren't around when i was a teenager
0: <laughs> mm. yet yeah, you you constantly talk about movies that you watched as a teenager <laughs> <laughs> mm. here i'm gonna do it you ready you ready to take a drink richard donner
1: oh oh <laughs> i don't even have my ice cold glass of h2o
0: Nice. Yeah, well, Johnny's got a beer. Slacking. I got my margarita. <laughs> I'll take another drink for you, Joe.
2: Just <laughs> slacking.
0: Well, so. But yeah, so I this don't... is
2: a discussion episode. We're just it's gonna...
0: kind of a discussion episode, yeah. Pretty, we wanted to take a chill, I think, for this 50th episode.
2: <laughs> we wanted to not do work for up. this 50th episode. <laughs> <laughs> And I am all for not doing work.
1: So. You know, honestly, a lot of shows for their, for their, you know, landmark episodes, 50 or 100, They whatever, really phone it in. Well, yeah. They oftentimes do like a, like a, like a more a of clip a clip show. show retrospective, you know, <laughs> It's the thing. Simpsons
2: yeah. 239th
0: episode spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> for this one, I was going to say something and then I completely lost my train of thought. Yes. Well, uh,
1: I don't know if you want to just get right into it, Amy. You, oh, um, oh, I was yeah. going to
0: say the reason why we decided to talk about this was kind of because of Freaky Friday. Mm hmm. Um, which was? is one of my, like, it's kind of a good segue into this. Is, is this how we Freaky got here? Freaky Friday.
2: Freaky Friday. Is,
0: like, if I look back at movies that define, like, my teenage years, Freaky Friday is very much one of them. Mm. The movie came out when I was 13. And I basically wanted to be slash kind of was the Lindsay Lohan character. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that a little bit in the Freaky Friday episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You Um,
2: weren't in a rock band.
0: No, but I wanted to be.
2: (laughs) I think every teenager
1: wanted to be. Amy, which (laughs) instrument would you have played if you were in said rock band? Well, if if it's me now,
0: I would want to play drums. But me then, I uh, actually bought multiple very shitty acoustic guitars and tried to learn a guitar <laughs> for a solid like 12 years
2: <laughs> 12 years
0: I st- at 13 yeah i bought a really 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 shitty guitar it and then for nylon the next strings. 12
2: years you tried to learn that guitar and failed miserably is that what you're telling me
0: yes okay because i, I stopped <laughs> practicing and i was also playing piano and for it thir- was th- a 12 years
2: i oh, don't know that's a long time no, i'm sorry
0: well, I wouldn't, it's not like I was consistently playing guitar. I would play for like, I have the attention span of a fly a lot of the time. And I Same would play guitar too. for like three weeks and then I'll stop for six months. And then I'll pick it back up again for another three weeks.
1: Huh. I had no idea. I didn't know that you had played any instrument at any time. This is this is. Yeah, all I was rather
0: proficient in piano for a good while. I have long spider fingers.
1: That's true, she does. So, like actual
2: land creepy. octopus fingers. They're very,
0: they're, they're spiders and it's the reason why I'm afraid of spiders.
2: Because of your fingers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well spiders she are She kept cannibals. looking at him as a kid and she was like
0: ah! <laughs> Yeah, no, I was, I was uh fairly but decent yes. at piano until I stopped playing in the eighth grade.
2: Hmm. I see. Very interesting. And then you were like, I'm gonna become Lindsay Lohan. And you did a bunch of drugs, your parents you know, spent all your TV money, and then here we are, this podcast.
0: Precisely. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm doing this podcast to earn money. Makes
2: sense. <laughs> That's why we all made this podcast, right? <laughs> hasn't hasn't worked out so well, has it? Nope. <sighs> Don't worry, guys. Our big break's coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fifty episodes in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some movies since Free Friday yeah. was mine? What are some movies that really defined your? Childhood slash teen years.
2: Uh, uh, Joe, you want to kick this one? I actually do have a teen one. Yeah, uh, go, actually, go for most it. of mine are teen ones. Which I think is interesting because I think the reason why, actually, now that I'm remembering the conversation, we talked about, uh, the, you know, in that episode, we talked about uh, movies that define our teen years or whatever. And you had mentioned that this was yours. And I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure mine would be like Fight Club. <laughs> mm. Really? Like, like something? Yeah, well, because, well, well, just. Yeah, Fight Club for sure is one of the ones, and it's such a, like, I, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a little bit like of a cliche teenage boy.
0: That in Pulp Fiction, um, yeah.
2: Yes, and those are the two, and I feel like yeah. those are the two <laughs> that, specifically, I was like, oh, wow, film is fucking tight, and then, you know, yeah. and then, you know, because <laughs> it's got, I mean, it, it appeals to definitely teenage boys, I think, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there is, mm-hmm. you know, and both of them are, one, really well-made, mm-hmm. well-acted, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well-written, mm-hmm. and there's something, you know, that could be analyzed. There's, you know, there's subtext to it. There's there's something a little bit more than just what's on the surface, right? Yeah, yeah. they're, they're like, like, movies. Yeah. Um, like, you know, there's, I think, like, at that age, you know, like, now it would be, Superhero movies, and like even then, like you know, they were coming out, but not really. I remember Spider Man being huge,
0: yeah. Well, uh, what today's like, um, every I saw on Twitter today, speaking of Spider Man, everyone was saying like the first dreamy Spider Man was kind of like the awakening of in like homage to the post 911
1: era. It was well, yeah, like even, New
0: York in post 911,
1: even mm. though oddly enough, that movie was done before, before. pre and
0: it came yeah. out in 2002. Uh, yeah, no.
2: No, it came out in 2001. 2001. It did? But mm-hmm. the poster
0: that someone tweeted <laughs> no. with, with the article that they had written had a 2002 at the bottom of the poster. Oh. I couldn't. I didn't, like, fact check it sure. or look it up.
1: Because uh, uh- I remember when that movie came out, the poster was, there was a big spider web between the Twin Towers, mm-hmm. and that was, like, one of the mm-hmm. early promotional ima- images. Yep. Um And then that had to be removed, and I think there was even... Uh, it wasn't a scene in the movie but a scene specifically It was for like a commercial trailer, for the teaser. Uh, it was trailer. like a trailer yeah.
2: or a commercial. Yeah, they had like the they a had helicopter. the they wrapped up in the, uh, yeah. the towers. Yeah, I yeah.
0: vaguely remember. Oh no, that. Amy, you're right,
2: it did come out in 2002.
0: Am I right and Joe's wrong? No.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. Johnny was the one who corrected you. That is true.
0: 2002? Is it?
1: Uh,
2: may.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking you guys. <laughs> <I've been> drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday.
1: But it but it was in production in two thousand one,
0: yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and then uh, and then that means Spider Man two, I believe, came out in two thousand four.
0: Well, yes. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, Spider Man would have come out around that time, but that's also we talked about it in the Spider Man episode where those are kind of it's like the intro to comic book movies, and it's like the most comic book esque film of a comic book film. I feel like, and which is one of the reasons why I wasn't like a huge fan of it.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, I it's, think. it's, it's I mean, but when it's we, also a boy movie. It's a well, Raimi
2: movie, is what it is. It is a Raimi movie. <laughs> More so. Hey, than I watched else.
0: Evil Dead, and I really enjoyed Evil Dead.
2: Well, then but, I don't know what to tell you. All right, you, you, this is a problem with you, because you can see you can see Raimi's,
1: uh, t- technique and his tone really kind of dripping off of those movies, and it's yeah. it's 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 not like uh, he wasn't trying to hide who he was mm-hmm. uh, for his Spider-Man films. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, which makes well, recently, me love
2: them, but you know.
0: Yeah, I recently we rewatched his first Spider-Man movie, and I still I liked it better than I did originally. Uh
2: huh.
0: But it's still I'm like, eh, I don't just care. not for you. I probably no. will never watch it again. No. I just don't think
2: you like Tobey Maguire.
0: I like Tobey Maguire.
2: Mm-mm. I don't know. I think you got a vendetta against Tony Maguire. Tony I-
0: Maguire exactly. <laughs> 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 been That's 80. why you didn't
2: like it. Because she was like, that's not Tony McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> I know to- Tony McGuire. I
1: this know no Tony, Tony Mc- McGuire. This is no Tony McGuire.
0: <laughs> Mark McGuire, the baseball player. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a joke that Joe doesn't understand. Yeah.
1: He's the guy who hit home
2: runs with Sammy Sosa. You are correct.
0: Yes, that look at that joke. A sports backed. <laughs> that
2: was huge in the 90s. He was, that was huge. He was, he was that alive. Was, yeah. That was big news.
0: Yeah. and then, Sammy Sosa did the, like, two chest bump kisses peace sign fingers or whatever. And, that's just what
1: he does. And now look at them now. Uh, Mark McGuire. Uh, Steroids. Is is yeah, I was going to say he was in trouble for that. And But Mark McGuire
2: was, up until recently... I don't know. Maybe not recently. Up until a couple of years ago, was the Dodgers' hitting coach. So that was. Popular. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I had no idea. Didn't know that. And then, but and also then,
0: I don't follow baseball. The
2: last time I thought
1: about Sammy Sosa was uh, that episode of uh, Atlanta where they say like, just Google Sammy Sosa hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that show.
1: It's a, it's good, a good show. One. It is a very good show. Joe, all right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Turn. One of your. What's one of your movies?
1: So, so. Uh, the, the the whole defining teen years thing was tough for me because, like I said, I don't um, I I was already who I was by the time I was a teenager. I already knew what I liked. You were the um, same guy, basically. I've right been the now. same guy this whole time. Um, from well, the day I hatched. like, we
0: said Joe doesn't live in any timeline.
2: Yeah, because um, I cause I'm, he lives beyond time. You know, beyond like, space. <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> a realm is. quite not known. <laughs> None.
1: <laughs> The Twilight Zone, hey. the outer limits of the Twilight Zone, if you will.
2: Ah, I tied ah. it back together. There it
1: is. Um, but uh, but yeah, because I was thinking about. Firstly, I had to I had to sort of like rack my brain to think about what movies were out when I was a teenager, which is, which is weird. But it's like 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 Brian Singer's X Men films kind of started, mm-hmm. my teenage years. But I mm-hmm. already liked X Men, from the the TV show from the from the wonderful TV show from yes. the uh, early '90s. Um, same with Tony Maguire's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, once again, I already really liked that show, mm-hmm. the cartoon show, growing up. So it was just like, ah, here's an extension of things that I already like. And, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan, he had done Memento, and that was, I think, 2003. So that was towards the very end of high school, which
2: still counts as teenager years, I guess. Yeah. But um, I mean, I
0: counted until, like, my
2: 20s. Amy was a teenager until last year. So, you know. <laughs> and she's
0: yeah. and
1: she's slowly sliding back into her teen years. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm regressing. Um, I'm like a missed messed up Benjamin Button.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I just um, I, I just didn't I, I I don't have a hard line on my teenage years, and they weren't really big developmentally for me, mm-hmm. whatever whatever that yeah. means. So for me, when when I think of the movies that it, that uh added up into who I am today and what mm-hmm. I do today. It's the movies that I saw when I was young. It's um obviously Star Wars. Um it's mm-hmm. uh obviously Richard Donner Superman. I knew uh, you I knew it. And we don't we we need not uh debate that film here because uh, the listener can go listen to our Superman episode. <laughs> yeah. Um but I mean that that was the first time that I'd seen a superhero film like that it was the first time anybody had seen a superhero film like that you know I mean, yeah. it was yeah big, back big in the budget. 70s yeah i mean that's
0: b- like the first superhero movie isn't it like uh, true no based i mean they had on, batman the movies didn't they, before
1: that the they 60s. did have batman movies before that in the 60s the 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 uh the first um they, they had the, the the adam west tv show had a movie, right. yeah. That's what you I'm know, saying, I yeah. Okay. And so, but this was the first
0: release that Adam West did a Batman movie. Yeah, before. it's it's called
1: it's called uh, Batman the movie, and it's uh, from 1966. It's actually like writing wise in terms of uh, um, how you're supposed to write a movie. You know, come in late, leave early. Uh, you know, the all of the, the the wisdom of plotting out a film is all there. So it's actually written mm-hmm. exceptionally well. It just happens to be campy and silly. Um, but Superman was the first time that a big budget movie took a superhero seriously. Um, Mm -hmm. and then was, and then, and then it was the only example of its time until Tim Burton did it with Batman, um, which is another big one for me and that came out when I was four years old. Um, and, and that, that was a, that was another big movie from my childhood. Uh, of course, Indiana Jones was huge. Honestly, the movie that I think more than anything else, and I think maybe everybody from our generation can get behind this, is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um. I It, it was the first time, because I saw that in theaters opening weekend with my mom, and uh, it was, I'd never seen a movie like that, you know, a movie that. Sounded like that and worked mm-hmm. like that it was and had you know it was at the very forefront of you know digital storytelling you know uh, with with um, you know the, the most advanced and anim- uh, uh, the most advanced CGI dinosaur like people didn't even know what CGI was really then yeah and, and, and those yeah. dinosaurs looked
0: real. They were yeah. great. Like, they still are great. They still like, they're good. some of the best visual effects that you can see in filmmaking today, even still. And it's,
1: and it's also incredible that there's only, like, eight minutes of dinosaurs in that whole movie. Yeah. But they are such a presence. And it's, and it's such a perfect film in so many ways. And, you know, before that, I think a lot of people were used to uh, computer generated imagery with, you know, spaceships, with, with Star Wars, with Star Trek, with um, you know, that kind of thing. And so having um, having it, I, this this was not the first time an organic creature was rendered this way, mm-hmm. but I think it was the first time that people really got a good taste of it um, mm-hmm. at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I, th- I think I told you guys, um, my mom took me to see it opening weekend. She was excited. I was excited. And then the Tyrannosaur, uh attack scene happened you know when when it breaks out of the paddock and goes yeah. after the the kids mm-hmm. in the car yeah um and i was terrified i remember like hitting the deck of the of the theater i was i uh, like yeah dropped out i remember of the,
0: seat. the first time i saw that it it was like on my parents really shitty tv in their bedroom my dad was watching it yeah and i was probably like eight or nine years old mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little bit younger maybe se- six or seven but I remember seeing like my dad was watching that, and I just kind of like snuck in because I like watching movies with my dad. Sure. And I saw, and I ran out of the room.
2: Yeah. It yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. It's. I mean, especially because we all watched it when we were kids. I mean, me and Amy are a little bit younger than you, uh, so I remember the first time I watched it. I was for sure was fucking shit in my pants. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. The scene where
2: fucking th- 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 comes and in like through comes the them. roof. Roof.
1: Yeah. Woo! Mm-hmm. And That's and sure. I was you know so I was uh, I was it came out in June of '93 so I was seven. Couple months away from being eight, and um, uh, and I'd never like there was I'd never heard a movie that sounded like that. And I think it was the audio design. Honestly, mm-hmm. the the visuals were quite a lot. But the sound design in that film is really something special. And I had already seen Jaws by this point. Had, mm-hmm. I had already been terrified by by Jaws for a number of so terrorized. So Steven
0: Spielberg just basically scarred you for life.
1: Yeah, I'm still, I mean, <laughs> I, I have been in the ocean. I have swam in the ocean. But I'm terrified every time I go in. Um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, the
0: reason why I don't particularly, I like the beach, but I don't care for the ocean. Yeah, there's a
1: lot of stuff in there. Jaws. There's a lot of stuff in there with yeah. with sharp teeth. That's um, why I don't splice frog stingers. DNA
2: with old resurrected dinosaur <laughs> DNA. You know what? Because <laughs> of Steven Spielberg, All right? He I know me there's lesson.
1: there there are like five or six movies that tell us this is why we shouldn't have Jurassic Park, but I still want a Jurassic Park. You yeah. learn
2: nothing, Joe.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I, I like I remember like like getting out of the seat, hiding behind like on the floor, hiding behind the next row of seats, and during the whole scene. And, and I think we hung out for a little like a little bit after that, but I, was, I begged my mom for us to leave because <laughs> I, was, I was too scared and like I could not handle more of this movie. And to her credit, we left. Like if, I think if it was me, this, this is the part of the reason why I don't have kids and why I think I'd be a terrible father, because I'd be like, no, get no, up on the seat saying. and watch this movie. I wanna <laughs> yeah. see this movie, you're gonna sit yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we left and then, and then my mom took me home and then she went to go see it by herself at like a later screening. Because uh, yeah. she really wanted to see the film, and then um, and because it was such a big technologically advanced movie, there was a lot of documentaries about how mm-hmm. it was made. And so I started like devouring these specials that were on like the Discovery Channel about how they made this movie. And I learned about animatronics, and I learned about uh, computer generated effects, and and I learned how they put the movie together. And then, and this was back in the time when movies were in theaters for a long time, and mm-hmm. so I don't know how long it passed, but it was still in theaters. And finally, I said to my mom, I would like to go see it again, you know, because uh, I felt like I understood enough that because mm-hmm.
2: uh, you wasn't felt like you were a big boy
1: now, and yeah, like, I can, I yeah, can, and, can and, and that I understood like I could that I would be able to pick out what was he real, could what was not. You
0: separate yeah. the fiction from the reality, mm-hmm.
1: and so then we we went back. And and I was still terrified, but I sat there for the whole thing and really enjoyed it. Although I do remember my mom telling me, like, as the movie was about to start, she's like, "Oh yeah, that Tyrannosaurus scene is not the scariest scene in the movie." <laughs> you
0: know? Uh, um, oh yeah, she's like, she she pre warned you about the Velociraptors. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then you know, so it was it was between Ghostbusters and which which had like, you know, the first time I'd seen special effects in a movie Ooh, that yeah. in, in a way that that was like a real world. Thing mm-hmm. and Jurassic Park, which had these amazingly advanced special effects, and, and mm-hmm. in both of those cases, uh, it was you know me learning about how movies get made, which eventually made me want to become a filmmaker. You know,
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, you would you would say that like those two films, Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters, were like your introduction into filmmaking.
1: Yeah, because and because I needed it. Like, because I, I like yeah. it blew my mind when my mom told me that that, the, that the, the the Ghostbusters on screen were just pretending with the proton packs, just like I pretended with my toy proton pack at home. And I was like, yeah. what? You, know, you mean like they like, don't it,
2: shoot real lasers and get the ghosts? They don't ghosts? go after the ghosts? That's how Joe um, sounded when he was a kid, by yeah. the way. <laughs> he sounded like a 35-year-old New Jersey plumber. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that I had to go up So grow I kind
0: of. of have something similar to that, but it's in like two separate parts and two completely opposite ends of my life Mm. at the initial outset of it it would be like monsters inc and finding nemo Mm -hmm. are what really got me into wanting to make films and realizing that that's a path that i wanted to go down Mm -hmm. it's like the animation i wanted to be first i wanted to be an imagineer Mm -hmm. and then i watched monsters inc and i watched like a lot of the behind the scenes that were on the, the dvd and how they made like Sully's fur, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. I want to be the person that programs that because I'm terrible at drawing. I'm not. A, I'm not a great artist. So I was like, I will go into computer science, mm-hmm. and I will learn how to create the software that makes that. I literally failed both computer science classes I took my freshman year of college." Not great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't do well with computer science that's or coding skill. or
1: like coding is a. Uh, I mean, yeah, even on and a simple I, level, I can't do it. I, I can do it. I,
0: like, ah. I can do <laughs> like basic HTML, like MySpace coding. Yeah. And I started learning. Um,
2: JavaScript, CSS.
0: CSS. I started learning oh. CSS like early last year, and I just mm-hmm. stopped it. Yeah. But. Yeah, I could not learn binary. I could not understand binary. I still do not understand binary for the life of me.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: what kind of screwed me over. But my first year in film school, the guy that I was like super into was really into Scott Pilgrim,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, like the,
0: the, the comic books. And mm-hmm. then he let me borrow the first graphic novel, or the first two, and I read them and I really enjoyed them. And then he's like, you know, there's a movie. So I watched the film, and I became obsessed. Like it opened my eyes to the way storytelling happens. It was like a completely different film than what I had ever seen before. Yeah, like because it's complete. Like the editing is insane. The effects are crazy. It's an sto- Edgar Wright film.
2: Yeah, Yeah. like yeah. It, it's literally. I mean, Edgar to Wright. the max, Edgar Wright to yeah. the max. Yeah, pumped up to It breaks a lot of
1: the rules. Like there's, it's it's a it's uh, on the scale it's. Really uh, heavily a formalist film, you know. There's a mm-hmm. lot of technique that reminds you that you're watching a film versus mm-hmm. something that's more classical
0: filmmaking. Yeah, like which Park, I think which is, is like something that, yeah, that's something I enjoyed about it because I was like, before then I hadn't like really watched any super like breaking the fourth wall films. Mm-hmm. So having this film really wink it wink at me and be like, hey, you're watching a film. Yeah. And plus I like fell in love with Ramona. I was like, I absolutely love her. She's so badass. Mm -hmm. I cut and dyed my hair. I cut my hair very similar to hers, Mm -hmm. but I did a little bit more of a shorter pixie and then longer in the front the way she has it. Mm -hmm. And I dyed it fuchsia. Mm -hmm. I wanted, and I bought clothes to make myself look like Ramona. I, I became Ramona for a solid like four months. Hmm. Because I just fell in love with Scott Pilgrim. That was when I was like The 20, Movie came out two thousand nine. Yeah, but I didn't see it until I 19. was twenty. Oh, I was. I didn't see the movie That's until bad. I was twenty-one. I
2: saw it in theaters because I loved I. Edgar Wright.
0: Well, because I also didn't like. You guys know that I. Watched yeah, you got into the filmmaking game way later. Yeah, you got. Mm. But the, but the, the the weird thing is I have been editing, photography like. I took photography. I did a photography camp Mm -hmm. when I was twelve. I did Photoshop. I learned Photoshop editing in high school, and even prior to that, I did um, taught myself Photoshop. And I started editing on Windows Movie Maker when I was eight. Uh So I've been like making films and editing and stuff since I was very little. But I never really got into filmmaking. Until I took an editing class when I was in community college, in between my first or my first year of college, and when I went to film school, mm-hmm. and that's when I realized that's I wanted to do filmmaking. But Scott Pilgrim was really when I was like, that's the world that I really want to dive into.
1: Hmm. And and, but and yeah, that, that was wasn't
0: until I was like in my twenties.
1: So that was also that would have been also the first like Edgar Wright film you'd seen too. Was, was yeah, Scott I Pilgrim. mean,
0: up until last, was it? Sunday it was Saturday or Sunday this past weekend. It was the only Edgar Wright film I had ever seen. Whoa,
2: oh whoa, that's explosive news! It <laughs> <That> is explosive.
0: <laughs> I've, I feel like I have told you guys that before.
2: Maybe, but you've told us so many explosive like, I, news. I that have I, not I watched. I, I like.
0: I've only seen, as of this very second, I've only seen one of the Cornetto trilogy films. Yeah, which not you seen Baby did you Driver. watch? Did
2: you watch Shaun of the Dead?
0: I watched Shaun of the Dead.
1: Okay, I think I think Amy that Johnny and I both have. You know, we're, we're, we have we have deep selected traumatic memories. scars, and we don't hang on to troubling information very <laughs> well.
0: Joe, That's I do You that have selected memory. Johnny just has a bad memory. No,
2: I do not have a bad memory. I have a. I choose. I know exactly what I'm forgetting. All right. <laughs>
1: um, so that you know, if 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 you know, just this is as as an aside. Um, obviously, continue checking out Edgar Wright stuff. But oh also, no,
0: I really like. I watched Shaun of the Dead because I felt ashamed for not having seen any of them because I love Nick Frost.
1: Very good.
2: And oh, they're so good. And I love good. Simon Both Pegg. The- and am
0: like, why haven't I watched these films of theirs? Because I love them so much. I I just I, hey, like, I I need to watch I don't them.
2: understand how you could love them without seeing those films. Yeah, because my, my first introduction yeah. to them was Shaun of the Dead. Same.
0: And so it's uh, weird. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, I mean, I know, been I, I know they've been in other
2: things, but like they haven't been in other things that were as good as that together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mhm. Maybe I'd Hot like them, Fuzz, I would say, maybe Yeah, you know, like like individually. Seen Hot Fuzz. Yeah, that's um, true. But and did you know that they used that they worked together? Yeah. Cause what other movie are they in together? That's not. not those I movies? don't
0: think they're in anything together. But I I've liked them individually, oh. and I was like, if I like them individually, I know I'll like them together.
2: Mm. Okay, I see. What it's thought.
1: like two tastes, two great tastes that taste great together.
0: Yeah, it's like peanut butter and chocolate.
1: So Amy, I, I I'm sure I'm sure in your research you've also spotted the TV show Spaced, which it was a British TV show, ran for two series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Edgar Wright, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and Jessica, and I can never remember her last name because she changed it. Um, uh, when she got married, but it's a wonderful show, um, mm-hmm. and that's where they actually all work together for the first time. That's where they met. Yeah, it's yeah, and uh, it's it's um it's it's just it's so good. You can see essentially baby Edgar Wright doing what he figuring does, it out. Like even yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's figuring it out, but he's still doing everything that he he already does. knows that he wants yeah. to what he wants to do. And, yeah. And he's just doing the best he can with, you know, BBC money. Um, Jessica, Jessica Hines, Hines. Anyway, um, but it's a fantastic show. It is It is littered with references and callbacks to all kinds of things, um, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. And I think if you, if you like what you've seen already, you'll really love the show.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will probably spend this weekend watching the other two in the Cornetto trilogy, mm-hmm. and then it's like Baby Driver. Choice. But I yeah, it's just I hot. do like Baby
2: Driver. Baby Driver's actually very I think out of all of his films, it's it, funnily f- interestingly enough, I think it's his most mature film. It is. Um, I agree. I agree. Uh with that. his le- you know, it's it's got good it's got moments, it's got it's it's not like super heavy. But mm-hmm. it is a little bit more of a serious tone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got jokes in there that are really great, but it's not as slapsticky as like his Cornetto yeah, trilogy stuff. It's more stuff. of a,
0: like it's, it's it's more of like a, a crime drama, film, kind crime of, Yeah, where yeah, yeah. They, they make him tone his style down. I don't know well, if it
2: was his. I don't know if he was toned down. Is it more as it was? He was just going for a, a more refined. Um, Aesthetic, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something yeah. not as, as choppy or rough as his earlier stuff.
1: Like you say, I think matures the right word for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what's what's funny to me, and I and I know you both are gonna fight me on this. I, I I'm going them fighting words. I'm all, I'm already ready. Uh, oh, it's probably
0: because we fought about this multiple times before, isn't it?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, I can see the future because it's already happened before. Ooh. Um, but basically, I, I think that there's kind of like this inverse parabola of, of Edgar Wright's sort of maturity in films. Parabolas.
2: Um, Never thought that would come up outside of math class.
1: <laughs> See? Only with Joe. You had to pay Fucking attention Joe. To math. It comes up.
2: Um, Even when you're hanging out with Joe, you're doing math. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: Granted, is why I don't it's have,
0: hilarious that Joe's terrible at math.
1: This is why I don't have any friends. Um, <laughs> it feels so much like school. But anyways, <laughs> like, you've, you've, got, you've got Shaun of the Dead and Hot mm-hmm. Fuzz, which I think are, while fun... They, they are they have a maturity in terms of execution and thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then for me, his films dip I'm racing. At his, his dip his films dip at Scott Pilgrim and World's End for me because mm-hmm. both of those films kind of kind of feel like films made by, te- by a teenager for teenagers um they the there's there's an a world outlook and attitude that Scott pilgrim has that that bothered me when I saw it in theaters and I did only see it the once and
2: and didn't you see it with crappy people I no. seem to recall no, was that not it that no, was no. another movie that was a yeah, movie did. that you saw that you, that you didn't like. Because you saw it with a bunch of shitty people, and that affected your that affected your view of the movie. Which I remember, we movie had this conversation that? once. I don't remember what it was. I, I, to... I was pretty sure it was Scott Pilgrim because I could not believe that you didn't like Scott. Pilgrim. No, no, because it was just Scott
1: Pilgrim and 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 my girlfriend at the time. I mean, mm. it was Scott. Pilgrim. It was just yeah. But I just didn't I just didn't like the attitude towards women. I know we talked about this recently, Amy. That, that mm-hmm. there's the the arc of that movie is dealing with that. Um, yeah. And I I can't speak to that because I only remember just being really. Uh, really not on board for for rooting for this character. That's that's such a, a real basic asshole, to, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then World's End kind of doubled down on that. You know, once again we have mm. the whole point of that movie at the at, well. I don't want to spoil it, Amy. But there's but the yeah, the,
0: it's 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 been out for like what eight years now.
1: Been out for a while, but it's still a good movie to watch. It was like yeah. a late
0: two thousands movie. I,
1: I, I won't spoil it, but the moral of the movie is simply that it's our right to be assholes, so let us be assholes. And it's kind of like, but, yes, but no. We hit, like, I no. mean, it's...
0: <laughs> well, aren't they being assholes because it's the end of the world? No, they're being no.
2: assholes. Be, it's it countered to an alien invasion, all right? That's what they're countering. They're like, let us be free and be assholes instead of being assimilated into an alien race. That's right, kind of they, what they're fighting against. So, like, while your premise, while, while, while your conclusion is correct, I think you're leaving out... <laughs>
1: A it's, big part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's and and the thing is, is like I also f- felt like there was something about uh, World's End that really felt like it only woke up for the action scenes.
2: Yeah, I'll give you that one. World's End is, isn't his best, and I I'd probably put it as his worst actually. Mm, if we're okay. gonna rank him, if we're gonna okay. rank all the stuff, I'd put it probably as worst. But that's yeah. because his rest of the stuff is so great. Right. And, I mean, that's, and, I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan, so you know, and
1: uh just- and, and I'm and I largely. Really love his stuff. It's just those two standouts that a lot of people like, especially Scott Pilgrim, are are two of my least favorites. But yeah. mm. I love Shaun of the Dead. I love Hot Fuzz. I love Baby Driver. I I I really believe the 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 best parts of Ant Man were probably just lifted straight off of his storyboards and pre-production work.
2: Yeah, you know, like I the, actually the don't know. I don't know if they kept any of his story. So my buddy was interning at Marvel Studios mm-hmm. when. Uh, he was still on board, yeah. And uh, it was at the Disney lot in mm-hmm. Burbank,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he would see him every once in a while. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> I remember one time we, they, they said he had they had a fire drill, and he was like standing next to Edgar Wright in in, in the fire drill line. And he <laughs> was like, "Oh my God, it's Edgar Wright!" Because he's a huge <laughs> Edgar Wright fan too. So yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but I don't think they used any of his story. But I would I, I would have loved to see Edgar Wright's Ant Man when they announced it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I was so happy it's yeah. it's just there's certain things like
1: like that that fight with uh with uh, wasp or no no not wasp Hornet uh, no yellow jacket yellow jacket um, in the in the, the, in the, the briefcase, briefcase. Yeah. like that feels like you know this with the, the scene cure that's, plane that's yeah. lit by just a phone that's flopping around inside of a briefcase in free mm-hmm. fall. like that feels interesting like Edgar Wright you know yeah. mm-hmm. um, and there's there's a few other bits that that just feel like things that would have been something he designed mm-hmm. this um, is
0: reminding me i feel like a lot of um why am i blanking on his name the I actor the friend but um what
2: friend Whose friend In ant-man oh you're talking about michael pena
0: yes yeah. like how could you forget his, michael pena i don't know I've been drinking. (laughs)
2: That's fair.
0: We also know I have the attention span of a fly and the memory of an elephant, even though elephants are supposed to have really good memories. Anyways, she She forgot that
1: elephants have good memories. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I
0: was like, a lot of his sequences, a lot of his sequences where he's like,
2: Talking like people
0: are mouthing over him talking mm-hmm. or oh, like yeah. their lips. Yes, that exactly. feels like something that I would have that would have been. An no, Edgar, Edgar, right, thing. You're right. Yeah,
1: definitely. You're right. One hundred
2: percent. Yeah. Um, Which reminds
0: me, I have not seen Ant Man since Ant Man and the Wasp came out, so I really need to rewatch that. I might do that tonight. I
2: actually, uh, I've been doing. Uh, this is totally off topic, but it sort of actually kind of does relate. Uh, I've been. This going is just a
0: free-flowing episode. I've been go- we can talk yeah. about whatever we want. I've been
2: going, uh, doing an MCU rewatch. I haven't mm-hmm. done that in a long... I, I don't remember the last time I saw it. And, Joe, I have to give you props. You were right. Thor it, Thor 1 is a lot better than I remember.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, And also, I'm going to go on record on this podcast right now and say Iron Man 2 is not
0: that bad. I've also said that.
2: Iron I, Man 2 is pretty fucking good. It gets yeah, shit on... I told on. you
0: guys the story that I saw Iron Man 2 before I saw Iron Man 1, right?
2: Yeah, that does sound yeah. like something you would that do. Right.
0: <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was on like a maybe kind of date with this guy, and he's like, let's go to watch this movie. I'm like, okay, I haven't seen the first one, but he's like, it's okay, you'll be fine. What? I'm very confused.
2: Yeah, that right there. <laughs> that right, right there makes me think. Mm-mm.
1: This this guy was an amateur because what you do is if the girl that you like says, "Let's okay, go see I the sequel to this it. film," then you go, "Oh, then come over to my place and I'll show you the original." Yes. And, and then, then and you then, go then see the second film yeah. and that, that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> come on, come on. This guy's amateur, amateur hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we were like, what? That movie came out in like 2008.
2: What movie? Uh, no, so the, oh. Iron
1: Man was 2008. Eight. Iron Man then 2
2: then was two, two two thousand 20, th- 2010. Yeah.
1: And then I think uh, that was, Thor was also 2010, and then Captain America was 2011.
2: And then Avengers 2011.
1: Yeah.
0: That doesn't make sense or 12. because Avengers I saw 24. it in high school. Oh, was it 12? You're right. You're right. It was 12. It was high school.
2: It was. And <laughs> it was most definitely, oh, it was at the end of high school. No, actually, Iron Man 2 was not in high school.
0: You are dead wrong.
2: I'm sure well, it was Iron Man One the guy came out I in two thousand eight. Go that see was the end of high school.
0: Man, Iron Man Two with was someone that I knew in high school, but I did not talk to out after high school.
2: Well, well I think you did because Iron Man Two came out in 2010, and yeah. you were not in high school in 2010.
0: Oh no, I know that. <laughs> I know when I graduated. Wait, Amy,
2: were you dating
1: high schoolers in 2010? Whoa.
0: This guy was only a year younger than me. He was like, Ooh, uh, when I was a senior, he so was a So he was
2: in high school.
0: <laughs> when I was a senior in high school, he was a junior in high school. But you if were it not a on senior 2012, in 2012, I would have been 2010. a sophomore in college, and he would have been a freshman in college.
2: You were, it was 2010. Iron Man 2. May seventh. 2010.
0: Then I would have been, been a junior in college, and he would have been a senior, sophomore in college. Well, then
2: there you go. You were not in high that, school. That's that elephant memory striking again. <laughs> Boom. I'm just saying also
0: mass. The numbers check
2: out. Alright. Yeah. Your story? Not so much. <laughs> numbers? Yes. But then
0: what did what the hell did we see? It was the <laughs> second movie of something. Was it, was it
2: Spider-Man? <laughs> was it Dark
1: Knight, maybe? Did you see Dark Knight? No. That 2008. That 2008. Because that I was two thousand and eight. That was two thousand and eight. Because I didn't
0: see any of the Dark Knight trilogy until after Dark Knight Rises came out.
1: Hmm. Whoa.
0: That's and insane. then I watched all three of them because I didn't really watch a lot of films until high school, or it, until after high school, until it college.
1: And it wasn't Spider-Man 2 in 2004, right? Because that would be another sequel movie that you maybe wouldn't no, have
0: No, it definitely would not have no, been No, because she never watched
2: Spider-Man 2 until we recorded the episode. Until we made her? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Until we forced her. <laughs> you forced me Clockwork Orange style. Clockwork Orange style,
2: boom.
1: <laughs> At least we gave you drops. I mean, yeah. for eye drops.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do have notoriously dry eyes.
2: <laughs> You're known for your dry eyes. That's right.
1: <laughs> Every time she
2: blinks, it's like sandpaper scraping yeah. over a two by four. It's like Amy. Which one? Oh, dry eye, Amy. Oh yeah, I know. Her.
0: <laughs> God, that's gonna bug me forever.
2: Uh, but maybe you should call that guy.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember his name. Ouch. <laughs> it was so long ago. Uh,
1: that's it's good. It's um, good. But but I'm but Johnny, I'm 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 glad to hear that. I, I, I will say that Thor Dark World is still the worst of all of them.
2: I'm dreading getting to that one. Um, it's not... But it's not as bad.
1: It's just like... An, it's an um, an unnecessary boring. Thor adventure.
2: Yeah. I do find you it know? interesting. I really liked uh watching Thor... Like, seeing how we first see Thor mm-hmm. in, in, this, in this universe and how we leave Thor in this universe is perfect I, yeah. I i i because it's so good and and honestly i think it might i mean it, obviously it's due to you know the writing and the directors and all the character work that was done into it but i think a good a large part of it also has to do with chris hemsworth himself mm-hmm. as like an actor because mm-hmm. you know he in the first one he's just like you know hulky you know this big hunk thor guy he's, you know, that's all he is yeah and by the end of it he's he's not that at all he's, he's not you know he's not fit he's fat but he's still funny and he's still Thor, ultimately.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I find that super interesting. Like his character arc, I think. I don't know if a lot. Of, I think some people don't like his character arc because they do make him the butt of a joke, like right. a lot. Yeah. But that scene in Endgame where he's just like. He's, like, he's with Rocket, and they're on their way to the star, and he's, like, he's telling them all the, all the shit that happened, like his, his mom died, you know, everything's yeah. dead. He's, like, yeah. nothing nothing like rage to clear the brain, you know, just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a... Per- anger is a good motivator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I couldn't remember, or I, I didn't know who directed Dark World, and I looked him up. His name is Alan Taylor, and he looks a lot like Alan Tudyk. Mm. It's very mm-hmm. weird Alan how Taylor, similar they Taylor, he look. did a
1: lot of, um... Game of Thrones and Sopranos, like mm-hmm. a lot of HBO TV series. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he did
0: uh, Terminator Genesis. Yes, too.
1: he did. Unfortunately, that's another one that's. That, um, but yeah, no, Iron Man Two is a pressure cooker in a really good way, and um, it's got and some
2: good bits to it, and it's not that bad. No, as a movie really overall, not. people. Sh- I used to shit on it a lot.
1: I didn't like it when I first saw it in theaters, and then each subsequent viewing, I liked it more and more until yeah. I I started you know actively arguing in the positive for Yeah, that film. <laughs> to and, its and, favor uh,
2: to its points it's yeah. it's, not, it's not it's no iron man 1 no, it's no, it's three. it's still the worst iron man movie Yes, it's no iron man 3 but but it's no, it, not as bad as i thought it does a nice
1: job of of the demon in the bottle you know dipping de- delving pretty well into tony's self-destructive nature mm-hmm. is the streak that he has yeah. um, and and i and I, I love the original thor for all of its sort of Shakespearean theatrics, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. making a character that's that outlandish, as accessible as it does. Yeah. Um, and, and again,
2: that's because of Chris fucking Hemsworth, man.
1: Yes. And right. and and Branagh. Branagh brings a yeah. lot of maturity to that film that it needs with, mm-hmm. while still making it a really fun and funny movie.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. And it, it just like, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, man... Anthony Hopkins is great in this. I mean, Anthony yeah. Hopkins is great in everything, but the fact mm-hmm. that you have Anthony Hopkins in a Thor movie? Yeah. What mm-hmm. yeah. the fuck? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I, as a, kid, as a kid, like, when I, you know, was into comic books and superheroes and all this stuff, never thought I would be seeing Hannibal Lecter in uh-huh. a Thor movie. <laughs> Man, I never thought I'd see a Thor movie. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, What? Yeah, but yes, I've been doing an MCU rewatch, and it's been pretty fun so far.
1: But I mean, on on the whole, there are obviously some movies that are 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 just like top tier excellent, and mm-hmm. then all of them are at least fun and entertaining. You yeah. know, they're not a yeah. waste of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, absolutely, um, I agree. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah. What
0: are some other movies that have? shaped you guys growing up.
1: I gotta say Back to the Future trilogy and mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um I would re- be remiss if I did not mention the the excellent yeah. work of, of Bob. I Z. would have
0: to put it put um put Back to the Future on there because that's kind of watching those films with my dad. Mm-hmm. Those are his favorite films of all time. Yeah. And I think that's when I started like becoming like, that's when my dad and I started becoming really close, is watching those films together.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those and, movies. And, like,
0: I would be remiss if I didn't mention Harry Potter, which, again, I had started reading the books. Mm-hmm. But those, and then combined with Lord of the Rings, yep. having that fantasy and that hope mm-hmm. kind of helped shape me through, like, Depression and anxiety. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: being able to like have something hopeful to cling to in like a fantasy world to escape to. Yeah. in moments that I just was at my like deepest darkest places. Yeah. yeah, having that was.
1: I think that's a that's a real strength of the especially the Harry Potter franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Lord of the Rings to some extent. Um, I mean there's it's there's that bit. I think I don't remember if it's in the book. But in that movie, when when Sam is... Sam's
0: speech is Sam's not in the book. Sam's speech,
1: yeah. It's not in the book? No. No way.
0: No, it, I've, I've been watching the that's extended a, edition. I've been watching the documentaries on the That's a Phil Jackson.
2: No, Phil Jackson. Off and, and on. Oh,
0: and um, actually, his wife wrote that speech. What? Oh, uh,
1: Philippa Boyens.
0: Yeah, it's... Her and her writing partner. Oh wow! Um, I believe together oh, they Walsh. wrote Sam. No, friend. Yeah, Walsh. Fran Walsh. They they wrote that speech. Yeah, oh, wow. Um, That's that, I book. thought it
2: was from the book, and that is because it was going.
0: There was um, it was just going to end mm-hmm. um, at the end of the Two Towers, and they wanted to add something to lay over top of everything else. Mm-hmm. So they had Sam give that speech to Frodo. Yeah
1: and that's a that that speech is one of those ones it's up there actually with with the it's not really a speech but the bit of monologue that aunt may gives peter in spider-man oh, 2 Spider-Man about two. the you know the the hero the, and the one Elvis that would man. teach them to hang on just a little bit longer you yeah. know the same thing it's just and and so sam's speech in that movie is great and it's one of those ones that 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 can keep you going in the dark times. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I mean, uh, so
0: especially recently, Lord of the Rings has become like my comfort blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I'm like at my lowest point, if there's nothing, I don't even want to watch YouTube. I don't want to watch any movies. I will mm-hmm. put Lord of the Rings on. Yeah. yeah. And I will be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, kind
2: of. I mean, that's the and same. And I've watched
0: it at least once a week. Yeah. Uh, since quarantine. <laughs> <beginning>. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If not every other week. Well.
2: I mean, that's the same. I mean, I, when I'm I'm doing you know, uh, doing this rewatch of the MCU stuff, I'm just like, this is my comfort food. Like mm-hmm. these movies, because these heroes meant a lot to me as a kid. You know, yeah. I watched the TV shows, these stories about you know overcoming these great odds that you know I was dealing with at times, and you know, a bunch of crazy shit that was going on when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh Like to have them in movies. One and just in movies in general, like big budget action movies, but also like big budget action movies that are great and are faithful to the characters and and have heart and have heart and have like so much of the things that I loved with these heroes as a kid be represented as in in films. I mean, I was I was you know technically an adult by the time these came out you know but they still like rewatching them now as comfort food like when the world is burning literally yeah uh, Yeah. i'm like oh yeah this is my this is this is my shit like this is the thing that this is my comfort blanket like Mm -hmm. the mcu movies Mm -hmm. even though they didn't come out like at a time when you know i was super young Oh yeah, or, you, yeah. Your
0: formative years. Yeah,
2: I was already like a formed person, sort of. Actually, not really. I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an ever evolving being. All right. We yeah. all are. I I'd never stay still. That's but the, yeah, these uh, these MCU movies, comfort food.
1: You know, yeah. I th- I think that's a I think that's a really fair point because, um, I think, each time we see something that speaks to us in a way that we haven't been spoken to before or seen before. Will inevitably sort of change us, and and the way our minds work. Sometimes it can almost work backwards through your life. You know, you yeah. can mm-hmm. sort of process everything through this thing that you just saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think in the case of the Marvel films, you know, we in 2008 when we were sitting in the theater watching Iron Man, thinking, "Man, this movie's great." And then, and then, you know, there's the two bits at the end. The one where Agent Coulson says, "Just call a shield." I was like, "Oh." <gasps> Wow, oh. and then and then mm-hmm. when you see Samuel L. Jackson show up and tells Tony Stark that he's part of a much bigger world, and you're like, oh, and then they continue. And he says Avengers Initiative, and yeah. you're like, Whoa? and then they keep, you know, they keep paying that off again and again uh, and again. And that mm-hmm. they not only did they do the Avengers, but then they did Civil War, and then they did the Infinity War. You know, like I mean, yeah. just. Like, they kept doing things that I was not going to believe were happening until I was in the theater watching it happen, because I just couldn't believe that they were doing
2: it. Well, it, I would... Uh, another reason, I think, why they're sort of important to me and to us, I think, generally, is that it sort of ushered in the era, 2008, I would say, specifically because of the two-punch of The Dark Knight and Iron Man, mm-hmm. were this sort of quote-unquote nerd culture, comic book stuff, like, all these things that me and you and, you know, Amy, we had been into as, like, kids, and but they weren't, like, popular. They weren't the things that other people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they were kind of, we were our own small little group, right? Yeah. Like, these things became the pop culture force, like, the thing, like, all all the kids, like, you know, these are the things that they love. Yeah. And they are, you're no longer, like not that we, I was made fun of or anything like that but it's no longer viewed as childish or stupid or I mean mm-hmm. it might be but it's like it's it is part of the mainstream you know it's, or yeah. it wasn't before and, yeah. and so it, in doing so i think that that if you're a fan of that you are now like you know being accepted sort of into the mainstream your mm-hmm. your tastes and your likes and your fandom is sort of being accepted, whereas the, the before the
0: counterculture has become the pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of
2: deal. And it,
1: you know, yeah. it's it's amazing when um, I think it was when Endgame was. It was either when Infinity War or Endgame were out, and I remember standing in line somewhere. I was at the movies or or, or Disney Disneyland, but um, there were these two like middle aged women, and they were talking about Thanos. <laughs> I was like, I would never have believed in my life that a, a character like Thanos would be so widely known. Because, you know, you remember growing up, you, you talked to people about, you know, any, anything, anything deeper on like Batman than, than just like the, the top shelf bad guys or like Spider-Man. You know, if you go any deeper than the top shelf bad guys, people will just kind of stare at you blankly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and now, like people know Mysterio. <laughs> you know, yeah. Granted, yeah, there funny. were a lot of people in Far From Home when when it when when the big reveal happens. There was like half of the movie theater was like, "Oh," and I was like,
0: "Really? Seriously?" <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was. But also, I never like the most comic books that I read was Archie Comics mm. or the Funnies on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that was a big reveal to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, there was a point when they almost had me going in that movie <laughs> where I was like, maybe they're doing Mysterio really differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, no. But, um, but, yeah, I think, um, you know, the, those, the, the Marvel films have, have meant a lot to so many people because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I know you both know in the, in the last five years or so, I've lost quite a lot. And the like, the Guardians of the Galaxy films, especially the mm-hmm. first one, really mm-hmm. meant a lot to me. Um, yeah, and because uh, it, it came out at a at especially tough time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even even um, even um, the the Christopher Nolan Batman films, which are about like loss and then moving on from that, you know, mm-hmm. doing something with that. Um, and then uh, and and then even even now with with uh, losing Chadwick Boseman, you know that you know that that movie kind of helped me because I felt really really bad about about his his death and at the same time him being in a movie like Black Panther meant so much to so many little kids who had mm-hmm. never seen themselves on screen before yeah you know no. and, and it's
2: not even I mean we were talking about like how much these movies uh, Black Panthers a specific example where you know I was talking to my buddy Marcus and he was like yeah my parents went to go see that and the movies. they've never seen any MCU movies, yeah, but they, you know,
0: Black yeah. Panther, man,
2: they were all about it. They mm-hmm. had to go see it, and it's like, yeah, like it. These, you know, it's it feels kind of dumb because ultimately they're movies about you know action figures, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but they do mean a lot to a lot of people, and they meant a lot to me. And they,
0: yeah, it's it's all about that representation, but also yeah. like having your what you're feeling being heard mm-hmm. and being conveyed in a way on screen that is makes it like, feel real yeah
1: yeah i mean it's 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 hard it's hard to under it's hard to underscore how important it is uh, if if you've not experienced it i mean i remember even and this is a tv show but um i didn't realize how much it would mean to me to have a mexican guy be the captain of a starship until i was watching battlestar galactica and there was Edward James Olmos as the commander of the Galactica, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 I kind of like it. I didn't realize
2: it was something that I was missing. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, in that I have I have a similar story, not with Star Trek or Battlestar Galactica because I'm not a nerd, <laughs> 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 but with Coco. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's I mean that a, that's was. A really good I mean, one. me, and my, I went to go see. Uh, I, I needed to go see that movie with my mom and I didn't know that like, I was just like, Oh cool. It's a Pixar movie. It's like Mexican culture. Like sweet. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. i gonna take my mom mm-hmm. and it'll be fun. We haven't been to the movies for a long time, but yeah. like being there, the both of us, I don't think we knew how much it actually really did mean to the both of us to have like, you know, this movie about Mexican culture and Mexican, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. ideas and faith and whatever. Um, and how how closely it was, you know, it is seeing yourself on screen, seeing your cult, you seeing the things that you recognize, yeah, you know, on screen versus a thing, you know, the, a world that you don't really recognize because you are not mm-hmm. really a part of, mm-hmm. and so that was important. And it wasn't really uh, until then that I did realize how important representation is, you know. Yeah. And these sorts of things. And Coco's just a great movie, by the way. It's, it's so good. Great. It's great. I think I think Pixar's done a, a
1: really nice job of that. I mean, I... I, uh, my, I spot a Luna. Yeah. I oh, I spy
0: Luna. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even see her back there. It's a big
2: old chonk just wandering into frame, and I was like, oh, oh, boy. Oh, Lord, <laughs> they're coming. Um...
1: But yeah, I've, I, I had the same thing. I, I wish my grandma had been alive for me to show her Coco. Um, that was, and you know, she
0: could have been a Boyla Coco. She was
1: mm-hmm. honestly, Mike. There was, there's. I was that movie. I was, I was very much so not fit to be seen while watching that film because yeah. it reminded oh, yeah. me so much of my grandma.
2: No, it was the same, and it was actually interesting. We went to go. See, my, my, my grandma had passed uh, by the time we had gone to see it, and it was, I think, her birthday when we went to go see it. Actually. Hmm. Um. And I didn't really, I didn't like think about it honestly. And then afterwards, my mom was like, "Oh yeah, it was, you know, girl's mm, birthday," yeah. and like she was crying and I was crying and it was yeah. just like, "It's like, oh
0: man, mm-hmm. God,
2: Coco's so good. Watch Coco, so- everybody."
0: <laughs> I mean, I have a similar story, but because I am a cis white female, I, I you're I, always
2: I'm, represented. I'm
0: I'm fairly represented, but
2: fairly. Also, uh, a lot uh, of I see a lot of the.
0: S- the stories that you see on screen are about like cis white males, mm-hmm. and they're usually the protagonist. Yeah. So when I was 11 or 12, it came out in 2001, but I think I saw it when I was 12, was Legally Blonde. Ah. That mm. movie changed my life. Really? It's still one of my absolute favorite films. I know literally every single word. I've seen the first one mm, a solid 50 times but up until that point i had only seen pretty much disney movies with the majority of the princesses being saved by the prince and they're still a secondary character the only other i think the only princess i've really had seen was jasmine
2: Mm. who Mm. wasn't
0: necessarily saved she was saved at the end but she also kind of held her own Yes, yeah, she was, was a strong princess. There was
1: team there was teamwork involved her and yeah. Aladdin beating Jafar for sure.
0: But with legally blonde Reese Witherspoon gave me I was very I was born very blonde. Mm. I'm naturally brown now. Brown <laughs> haired brunette. <laughs> I'm not brown. I'm white. <laughs> I'm very white. <laughs> but I am a natural brunette now, but when I was 11, 12, I was naturally very blonde. So seeing someone who usually would have been well at the beginning of the film? She was looked down upon because she was blonde, because the stereotype of blondes being stupid and ditzy kind of—they're only there to have fun—and she well, I don't goes know in. If
2: she's like, I mean, actually, maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I haven't seen the movie in favor. You've seen it more and more times. So yes. Now, so. <laughs>
0: they only accept her into Harvard Law because she fills a diversity quota.
1: But she also what? has good test scores, doesn't she? Like, isn't that? She like does one have of the good surprises? test scores.
0: Yeah, but like, they they still like her. They, you see the shot of the white men in the boardroom after they watch her audition tape, mm-hmm. and they're like, she's this blonde, thin woman in a bikini in a pool. Yeah. And they're like, well, I guess we'll take her because she's blonde. And then she goes and she proves all of them wrong she just goes and has this amazing speech, even though she kind of stutters at the beginning of it to get Allie Allie Larder's character like kind of free from the murder charges that she has. And so I was like, it's great to see this story with a minimal love story. Like she just has a small kind of in the background love story with Luke Wilson's character And it's really a story of her powering through and beating the odds. And that was something that I had not seen at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And so that was like super, super powerful for me to see. And I, that's one of the reasons why I still love that movie. I will still a hundred percent back the second one, even though it's not great. (laughs) And I've only seen it like three times, (laughs) but yeah. Lily Blonde is just, that is was your my your Coco is what you're saying? That was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the same way, but that is my representation movie. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I got you. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Movies.
0: <laughs> they, yeah.
1: They, they mean so much. Um, they do. They really do. You know, because they, they, they uh, like we were saying, you know, they, m- what happens in movies helps me process things mm-hmm. that happen mm-hmm. in my own real yeah. life and... Uh, and sometimes a thing that happens in a movie that resembles something that I'm dealing with also normalizes it, you know? It kind of, it makes you feel less alone because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, some, if it's in a movie, well, then somebody else must have felt at yeah. this at some at point. At least yeah. one, one other person
2: had to feel this, and then that yeah. one person mm-hmm. made a movie about it. Mm-hmm. So probably a lot of people feel this way. Exactly. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, that, and that, you know, not feeling like you're not the only one uh, is is such a source of strength? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then and then also they can inspire us to do these things. You know that they that these movies that we love are a part of who we, who are, we are and what yeah. we're doing today. Yeah, that's very true.
0: We carry them with us.
2: We sure do. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was funny. There was there was a thing um, earlier today. Actually, I was listening to a, uh, an interview with Guillermo del Toro, and he was saying that the that the three things. Um, that uh, people have kind of been stocking up on during this pandemic were health, food, and stories. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kind of the way you're saying, Amy, with Lord of the Rings, you know, everybody's consuming stories at such an incredible rate, more than we were before, you know, because we're home Mm -hmm. and we're looking for some sort of comfort. For me, I've been turning to Star Trek a lot because, Mm -hmm. you know, here's this hopeful outlook of the future full of people who are smart, and good at their jobs, and mm-hmm. work together, and get out of these really tight situations because they basically did their homework, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and that's something that we could certainly use a little bit more of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, you were talking about Lord of the Rings. You know, something that is Tolkien. I know always fought against the idea that it was an allegory for for World War One, um, but it's certainly, if it's not an allegory for World War One, it's certainly an allegory for just difficult times
0: yeah in general very much so yeah you know and
1: hopeless uh, times or times at least feel hopeless yeah and um you know it's it's uh you know these things we we whether it's the the ancient you know greek mythologies or marvel superheroes it's all the same we're looking for heroes to inspire us
2: yeah you know very true
0: very well said.
2: God damn it, I love these MCU movies. Now I gotta go see them. <laughs> end this podcast, I gotta watch the movies.
0: I know, I'm gonna go stick a pizza in the oven and turn on Ant-Man.
2: Nice. Hell yeah.
0: Well, well that... Happy 50th episode, happy 50th you guys, guys.
2: We made I'm it to 50 so, years old, guys. I'm so... I, feel, I only feel 30. <laughs>
0: I'm so surprised that we made it this far.
2: I'm actually kind of, too. I thought we were gonna give up after, like, a week or two. Yeah, as yeah. nice. did I... <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, it's been interesting. It's been fun. Um, and, I mean, and in listener? a couple
0: weeks, Thank and I'm, actually in less than in a month, we'll us. be two years old.
2: Yeah. Wow! Like officially. Oh yeah, October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. This was just a little dream before. <laughs>
0: oh man, think of all of the names that we had for this show, this podcast.
2: We didn't have very many we, sh- we had the one that I came up with, and it was great. No,
0: <laughs> we we had a list. I know, of them. I know. There was
2: a couple of them but I don't choose to remember those.
0: They were stinkers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure were.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to... Something we haven't said really ever is rate and review us on iTunes, you know, if you really oh, want yeah. to.
2: That, or, that's actually
0: know, very helpful us. to us
1: because that l- lets yeah. people we, find we our re- podcast. We desire your judgment.
2: <laughs> yes. Tell us <laughs> yeah, how and crappy this the better, podcast is. The
0: better you rate us, the higher it puts us up on itunes i guess i don't
2: know i think so you can also
0: follow us or talk to us on twitter and instagram at nostalgitis n-o-s-t-a-l-g-i-t-i-s and if you have looked at our twitter today uh i did get that associate producer shirt <laughs> <for> <laughs>
2: just want just just to shout out that i am an associate so, producer so
0: hashtag blame amy for the snyder cut <laughs> You ruined it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to be kind and rewind.